0: Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association.
1: Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the program Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Thank you for listening to AFR. Hey, if, you, if you're traveling and you get out of one of our AFR radio signals... Um, then just go ahead and download the AFR app. Takes you about sixty seconds if you know what you're doing. <laughs> they take you sixty minutes if you don't. Maybe uh, and but a if, call
2: to your grandkids.
1: If you don't, yeah, if you don't know what you're doing there, you say Tim. When you say the word app, I get nervous. Just call somebody or get a friend or family member who can do that for you and then you'll see how simple it is to do quite frankly right. but when uh, but the, just download the app and then if you have the AFR app you just click on it on your cell phone or your iPad and boom yeah, we're there instantly anywhere you travel to
2: you're listening to the golden voices of
1: Tim and Ed well
2: you know and we don't like to brag we don't we do it it's, not in, we our, have to. it's not in our we don't like to
1: brag <laughs> we don't like to brag but we would do it <laughs> if we have to Raised in Kansas City, and we three are in Tupelo. By we three, I mean Chris Woodward and Steve Jordan have switched chairs. They're,
0: they're, well, she's actually the same
1: chair. Duly noted. Different. I meant to say uh, <laughs> the chair that was there has been occupied previously by this is a lot of words to say. <laughs> this is a lot of words. Yes, it is. It's, I'm sorry, people. I got. I would just save the oxygen and say, uh, good to see you, Steve. Good to be
0: here. Good to be here. Go. I got, okay, so just to real quick, the latest of Ukraine. Not a whole lot has happened. Uh, extraordinary. But here's something that I didn't know until just a second ago. Do you know, remember uh, the worst nuclear accident in the world? Chernobyl. History. Chernobyl. is in right. Ukraine. It is. And, and the Russian forces are trying to seize the Chernobyl nuclear waste head. I don't know what they want to do with it. Maybe a prison site for Ukrainian prisoners? I don't know. <laughs> but they are, they are... A Ukrainian advisor to the Interior Ministry, Anton Yaroshenko said in a Facebook post that Russian forces entered the exclusion zone from Belarus and that Ukrainian National Guardsmen were fighting hard to defend the area. I don't know if it's a st- strategic point or if it has something to do with nuclear capabilities...
1: What's well, uh, the country?
0: Chernobyl. I'm talking but about. The- there's
3: nothing. There's nothing happening at Chernobyl, right? It's been closed down. Oh yeah, no, the- it's not
0: a working like nuclear power plant. I think that they may have some dinosaurs there by now because <laughs> the, the radiation <laughs> is just- it
1: still sure? Is it still? I'm sorry for my ignorance on this. Is it still desolate? I mean,
0: yeah, they actually have- is it
1: still the- dangerous in any way?
0: They built a huge dome. I think uh, concrete. Uh, yeah, they just yeah. Covered, covered it all the, right o- around the plant but it is still it's it's still desolate i think and i
2: think there are people in the surrounding areas that still have vastly elevated cancer rates i mean right. it's it, it's it's
0: i don't know if it's still is james bonner mission impossible one of them wars in uh, not too long ago oh okay other than that, no. well
2: that is that is interesting I, i'm look i'm seeing now here on fox ukrainian president that's zelensky warns russians want to seize chernobyl site i'm not sure what that's about well, i guess we'll continue to look
1: and, and and see why do i get the sense that maybe i shouldn't even say this why do i get the sense that the that the uh Ukrainian president doesn't believe his own words
0: you mean he's uh, got to say know. something strong and
1: uh, well i just i'm not saying that that sounds terrible what i mean ray is ray bail me out here I uh, No, <laughs> uh, no uh, we'll do I know what I'm, what I what I'm saying is I'm just I hear about the power and might and strength of the Russian military and I hear about Ukraine and I go they're going to crush them and if they want to they're going to crush them in a couple three weeks days or days I'm hearing days much like the Taliban rolled to Kabul. Or maybe
0: a better a better description would be the way the Nazis rolled through Poland,
1: and that this is going to and in, a, in a, a month or two from now we're going to be saying, well, Russia captured Ukraine, and but let's move on with life. Right? I, I don't. Maybe I'm wrong.
3: You, you know, you've heard the adage, "Truth is the first casualty in any war," and that generally is not just applied to one side. It's the other side. There's going to be a lot of disinformation and misinformation. I mean, how do we even know sitting here? I mean, we can read something on Fox yeah, News that's true. or Drudge Report. I mean, how can we even know what's going on over there? So he's going to get up and say what he has to say. The Ukrainian troops are fighting back. I okay. mean, they are fighting back. And I think the only hope is they can fight back long enough and hard enough to make the cost so expensive on the world stage that the Russians will voluntarily pull back.
1: I guess what I, what I, uh, may, maybe, I've seen too many war movies, but I, I just think that the president of Ukraine, God bless him. Uh, it, 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 it's as if I'm waiting for him to say, okay, let's fight this mammoth war machine, everybody. And they, this is a country that's never been through war. The millennials or any of them. real, real war, right? as we talked about earlier and you're going hang on we can we can fight them and guess what the americans are on the way
0: yeah oh
1: you see what i'm saying yeah. and so help is on the way i think no, that- no it's it's uh this it's it's us or nobody folks and uh, who's willing to who, who is is everybody willing to uh to die for our country and maybe they are yeah. and, and maybe they die anyway and and the soldiers i'm talking about and Russia takes over because of the overwhelming might. Right. I think I, Neville. I, 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 have a, anyway, I have a pessimistic view about how this is all going to end up in the next week or two or three. I Go think, ahead.
0: I think Neville Biden took the uh, U.S. is going to come to the rescue card off the table.
1: Who's um, Neville Chamberlain here? He's just saying Joe Biden.
0: Neville Biden. Joe Biden, who's playing Peace Listen, in Our Day all right, ah, just the, a little we, while ago. Yeah,
1: when we do a talk show here. We're unable to be going to run into issues that people are going to get, disagree with us on. Yeah. Even who listen, we we try to make it a hundred percent. Yeah, you know, <laughs> right. we, we try True. to make a hundred percent agreement between all of us and all of our listeners. Yes, so every we can single ha- one, so we can have harmony. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I I just uh, well, I'm going to skip that comment. Go ahead. Uh, We've got
0: other news to get to, but I just wanted to play one thing for you. Last night I happened to be in the building here watching Fox News about 10 minutes after this whole thing was declared. And Laura Ingraham was on Fox, and she had had President Trump who called in, who said some interesting things. But she had a journalist, Glenn Greenwald, who was one of the founders of The Intercept, got kind of kicked out of that paper for being an independent journalist I want you to listen to what he said because he's laying the invasion, basically laying the invasion right at the foot of the Democrat Party in the United States. How is he doing that? Well, listen to Cut Six.
1: What has been our Russia policy to avoid things like this over the last five years? We've done nothing in in terms of the, in Russia and the United States other than indulging this extremely unhinged conspiracy theory about Russia taking over American institutions. They made it such that it was impossible to even meet with Russian diplomats or Russian officials without being accused of treason. This climate of hostility was something a lot of us have been warning about over the last five years. It wasn't just that there was no evidence for that scandal. It was incredibly dangerous to play games with the relationship between the United States and Russia. And we're seeing the dangers and how dangerous that (laughs) is play out tonight. That that right, that makes some sense what what he's talking about there. Look, this whole
3: Tim, this goes to the point you were just making earlier. Foreign policy is incredibly complicated, right? In terms of the, the, the movement of, of men and nations. And then and between Russia and Ukraine, you've got a thousand years of history there between between Russia as a nation and Ukraine as a nation. So it goes back way before the establishment of the United States. And I do agree with what he said, that for too long uh, we, we, we knew this might happen and didn't do anything about it. And now the day of reckoning has come. And I don't see I, – look, I, I want to express my sympathy for President Biden. I do not know what today – I don't know what today he could say – that would actually make a difference because we all agree, don't we? We're not going to send U.S. troops yeah. into the war. We're I, just not.
1: I, I was I, I was just gonna, I was gonna say before I forgot what I was gonna say, which I never remember uh, what I was gonna say before I forgot.
2: Also, a lot of words. Yeah,
1: who's on first? <laughs> but I was gonna say, uh, kind of along the lines of what you're gonna say, what you're saying there, Ray. Listen, I disagree with Biden. I wish he wasn't president. I think he has been terrible. Right. Okay. Uh, Harris. I had no, I
3: had no idea you felt that way. Yeah. Jim.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hide it. I try to hide it, but, uh, you know, try to, but listen, Biden, and this happens with the Democrats do this for to Republicans, whoever the president is of the opposing party. You play Monday morning quarterback, right? Sure. And you just wait for something to happen. And then you say, well, that wouldn't have happened. Had our guy been in right. Okay, it's not fair, but that's how Americans love to do their politics. Right. We love to do our politics. Uh, So to say, to just say, well, Putin's doing this because Biden is weak. Okay, That's that's a fair comment, especially after Afghanistan. But if you're not willing to say Biden should send in the U.S. military to fight the Russians in Ukraine then you need to tell me what you expect him to do other than sanctions.
2: Well, the only thing I would say, and I agree, now that the invasion has commenced, that's true. But we can say that Putin invaded the country of Georgia in 2008, took Crimea in 2014, and didn't invade Ukraine during four years of President Trump. You can't say that. I'm not sure why he didn't. Maybe it's because President Trump was such a wild card that Putin didn't know if he was going to wind up facing American troops. But now that it has happened, President Trump would not be able to change the situation any more than Biden
1: has and yes. will be able so, to. I'm just saying if you're going to slam Biden as being weak, right? then you need to tell me. So you're for sending American kids in to fight on the ground in Ukraine.
2: And I don't know anybody who's okay, who,
1: uh, who's Republican or Democrat. That. Right. The the only, th-
2: you know, there was, there
1: was uh, during the Cold
2: War with the Soviet Union, Warsaw Pact, and NATO, the United States, there was a uh, rather cynical uh, a kind of expression on the part of the West German military and the people of West Germany. And they would say this. They would say the United States, if it ever comes to a war with the Soviet Union, the United States is willing to fight to the last West German. <laughs> They'll fight to the last German. Right. Okay. In other words, they're not going to fight to the last American to protect Germany. And the same thing is true about Ukraine. It's heartbreaking to think about what those people are going through, but no one's going to send
0: American troops over there. to
2: Especially defend after
1: Ukraine. what our country's been through the last 30 years.
0: Right. The only caveat to that, the only exception to that is if, russia decides to go beyond ukraine into hungary poland or any of well, the nato country that's right different. The, white house had, the white house has said that it will strongly support its commitments to nato including right. military well putin, troops, knows, putin, putin knows Putin that, knows that, that
1: yeah. Ex- explain to our listeners who don't know what we're talking about here exactly the difference between ukraine and then invading hungary
2: well uh th- there are a, a number of a lot of nations that are a part of what's called nato the north atlantic treaty organization which was founded as a counterweight after World War II to Soviet power. The Soviet Union, following the end of World War II, kept the East European countries that they had driven the Nazis out of. The Soviet Union kept them. Those nations were satellite nations. They formed what was called the Warsaw Pact. After the collapse of the Soviet Union, during the period of 1989 to 1991, all right, there were added to NATO some of those Eastern European countries, including like Poland and uh, Romania, Hungary, those kind of things. So that the NATO alliance has, I think it's article five. I forget what the what the article is. If you attack one nation, all of NATO comes to your aid. So if, the, if Putin was to invade Poland, that would trigger a war against Western Europe and the United States. Ukraine is not a member of NATO, and that is probably one of the reasons why Putin has invaded Ukraine. Keep them away from NATO. Keep a buffer state between Russia and NATO countries. And we have – NATO has no pretext for going – putting boots on the ground
0: – and fighting Russian forces hope, in Ukraine. I hope you're all taking notes, everybody, because Professor of is going to give you a written test next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, on that's all right. That, that, so. that, was, <laughs> a,
1: that <laughs> was important to note. And Ray, you were going to comment. You were commenting on that.
3: Well, look, you've got Ed, hundred percent, what you said. You've got Hungary, which is right next to Ukraine. Okay, that's NATO. You've got Bulgaria. You've got Romania. You've got, uh, I just Poland. noticed, you got Poland. You've got the Baltic Republics, Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania that Russia uh, has traditionally claimed as their own. You've got those countries formerly under complete Soviet domination uh, who are now part of NATO. Uh, if this war spills over into Poland or spills over into Hungary or Romania, it's another whole ballgame. You right. really, then we're going to find out if the NATO commitments really mean anything or not. Right.
2: Yeah, and you'd have a world war. You'd have a world war on your hands, in uh, starting in Europe. Yeah, go ahead.
0: In other news, you guys ready (laughs) to move on? Or I am okay. And there is other news. (laughs) The Senate, U.S. Senate, is expected to vote next week on a new piece of legislation. That uh, it's called the Women's Health Protection Act. It passed the House last September, I think, <laughs> believe with one Democrat siding with Republicans, Henry Cuellar of Texas. Um, it is the uh, pro-life groups are calling it the Abortion Until Birth Act. This law, uh, this bill,
1: law. bill, which
0: is not expected to pass because of the filibuster in the Senate, but this bill would prohibit. Listen to this: any restrictions that are more burdensome than those that are quote medically comparable procedures i don't know what's medically comparable to an abortion any restrictions that do not advance abortion anything that doesn't advance abortion would be outlawed anything that makes abortion more difficult any restrictions on telemedicine it bans any restrictions on age of viability no heartbeat acts any restrictions on partial birth abortion any procedures is fair game any restriction that affects the, quote, health of the mother, which, as we know from Dovey Bolton, means if she gets depressed after right. for having a child. that's All right, ground stop for right there, portion. if you could, Steve. Yeah.
1: That's a great, you, you, you explained the bill uh, uh, very well. But what this is, and it's a lot more language there, I'm sure. But what this is, ladies and gentlemen, you've seen pro-life laws enacted in red states all over America the last four or five years right the supreme court of the united states is set to rule on the mississippi 12 week no five week, five uh, weeks yeah five abortion. five weeks heartbeat law yeah the heartbeat law uh, i don't know where i got 12 weeks anyway five weeks the mississippi law that was argued before the supreme court in the fall is <coughs> going to be the ruling is going to be announced sometime this year Probably in June, uh-huh. which if the Supreme Court, up, uh, a lot of people think they will uphold the Mississippi five-week law, heartbeat law, then Roe versus Wade basically will be overturned Yeah. in essence. And regulating abortion...
2: I think it's 15 weeks. Isn't it 15 weeks? It's a 15-week law, I think.
0: You're probably right. I Five stuck in my, my brain because
1: yeah. it's uh- part of 15... <laughs> Anyway, it's the heartbeat. Yeah. It's the yes. heartbeat. The heartbeat law. So if that's if that if the Supreme Court upholds that, then that means that the <laughs> regulation of abortion will go back to the states altogether. Right. Right. So the Democrat Party, the National Democrat Party, they are they believe in protecting abortion through 9 months of pregnancy. They'll stop me if I'm wrong on any of this. They're not I'm Absolutely, not. Absolutely, you're right. I'm not though. So they they it's it's a morally repugnant viewpoint that they have the Democrats I'm talking about to to think that you are in favor of uh, allowing a uh, babies to be murdered in their mother's womb until, right up until the point they're supposed to uh, be birthed. Right.
0: Or beyond this if is, you're the ex-Virginia this, governor. This,
1: this, is, this is the view of the Democrat Party today, this is, and, this and they're the, making no apologies for it. And
2: this is the face of evil. I mean, this is absolute pure wickedness to say we want no restrictions on abortion. You don't even have to tell a 15-year-old's parents if you're a school that's going to take a school guidance counselor that's going to take a kid to get an abortion, you don't even have to tell the parents. okay? That's what that's,
1: Democrats believe.
2: Yes, and nationally. we're going to get rid of laws that ban partial birth abortion. you would be able to extract the baby all the way to the head and then collapse its skull. I mean, these people are monsters.
1: The, Democrats used to have some pro-lifers, and they used to be at least for restrictions. I remember uh, the, uh, Bill Clinton used to say he wanted abortion to be safe, legal, and rare. Okay, well they don't even, they don't believe that anymore. Right. They don't. They certainly don't believe in in rare Ray. I'm talking about the Democrats. They purge themselves. Of, right. They purge themselves of every pro life person you can find in the Democrat Party. Remember Governor Casey from Pennsylvania. Right. A few years back, he was one of the most noted pro life Democrats in the country. They wouldn't even let him speak at his convention at the Democrat convention. So uh so what's gonna happen here, this law is gonna fa- this uh, bill rather is gonna fail probably early next week because of the filibuster rule. And it might have failed anyway. I don't know where Joe Manchin stands on on. the I, I would suspect he would be pro life on this one. He
0: might but you might get Collins and Murkowski to vote for it. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Uh so anyway, but that's coming up next week. But yeah. it's a statement on the Democrats are making a statement that we are pro abortion. Through the full nine months, and we don't believe there should be any restrictions right that's the point of bringing this mm-hmm. up
0: and I checked with Abe before I came on the air the Abraham Supreme, Hamilton Abraham Hamilton the third the Supreme Court ruling, regardless of what it says about Roe v. Wade, would have no bearing on this the 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 Supreme Court could throw out Roe v. Wade entirely. this bill would still uh be in effect because it's it's a congressional action not a not a legal challenge
1: yeah okay. we're going to be sending out information on this uh. From AFA Monday, uh, asking people to call and or email, contact their senators. I know it's – we probably know what's going to happen anyway, but it's still uh, it's still worthwhile to – as citizens to weigh in on this kind of a
2: – Yeah, if the Democrats uh, are going to let the world know where they stand, yeah, sure. then voters should let their senators know yes. where those yes. voters stand. And, and
1: this ministry is 100% pro-life. And we're any chance we get to promote pro-life, eh, we're going to do so. Right. Uh, because abortion, as you say it, is is an evil. It's against God. It's against the Bible. It's against science. Right. And it it's against our history and our tradition in in America of caring for that all human life is valuable. Yes. In the eyes of God and is worth saving. And you don't kill babies in the womb. It's it's sin. Uh, We got uh, a minute left.
0: Well, just uh, I'll just say this uh, from our favorite uh, newspaper. The headline is: They've been President Biden was uh, issuing threats now to Ukraine, and he says that if they don't stop, he's going to deploy his deadly trans general. His trans general?
3: Yes. The oh brother. uh,
1: Where did that come from?
0: Transgender general. This is from the Babylon Bee, the, the the broker of all truth
1: that in itself is satirical yes it is just, what you just did <laughs> you could right do now. that when you're talking it about it was satirical. actually sarcasm, <laughs> it was which is often confused with satire uh, uh the Babylon Bee. okay thank you Steve my pleasure how long have you had that purple tie now you worn it well, this, uh, is a, this is
0: this is Joe Garcia uh, a Jerry Garcia tie I, I like uh, it That's and you had, nice. you had a nice tie that, earlier in the week thank kind you. of a golden tie
2: Tires I hands.
1: like tice. Yeah, I like Tice. You guys done? Yeah, yeah we're done. Okay. Thank you, Ed, yes. for being on the show. <laughs> You're today. welcome. Ray, appreciate it.
3: You bet. Thank you, Tim.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks for Brent and Chris and all our guests. We'll see you tomorrow, buddy.